Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Danny Glenwright is the head of action for... Uh, actionagainsthunger.ca. Uh, That's actionagainsthunger.ca. Mr. Glenn Wright joins us on the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Danny, thank you very much. You sent out a, a letter, m- multiple charities sent out a letter to the Prime Minister, to the Deputy Prime Minister, and to politicians across the country about the need that the charities of this country have. Share that with us, please. What is the need specifically that the charities are facing during this pandemic? Well, Roy, that's a tough question because I don't think we really know yet how much this crisis will impact the charitable sector. But here's what we do know. We know that charities contribute 8% to Canada's GDP and they employ more than 10% of Canadians. So that's 1.4 million Canadians that are employed in the nonprofit and charitable sector. And imagine Canada is estimating that if we are in a situation where we're doing social distancing for three months, that that sector of which we're a part could lose as much as $7.9 billion in revenues and have to lay off almost 100,000 people. So what we're asking the government is to consider charities and nonprofits and give us the same access to the recovery programs that the government's putting in for businesses and corporations. Were you encouraged? That, as you say, is, you know, is the stabilization fund. But it's also just to make sure that money continues to flow to charities from government sources. And then we put a couple other options in front of him as well and said, you know, what about the charitable donation tax credit? Could that be increased from 50% to, say, 75%, which is what uh, Canadians get when they donate to a political party? When you hear the prime minister say that he is going to or the government is going to take action to support charities, are you satisfied with what you're hearing? Are you getting signals from Ottawa that you will receive, that charities across the country will get what they require in order to stay do the work they do? Because charities don't usually have significant money set aside. You're right. And, and um, you know, we have different rules that we have to abide by based on uh, CRA and our, you know, donors themselves, whether it's just individual Canadians. People don't want to see charities sitting on large reserves of money for a rainy day. Well, they want us to have a contingency plan. The money that gets donated to us, Canadian donors want to see us spending it to provide frontline services that, that charities do. Uh, so it's a, it's a tricky situation for us because this was a situation that we didn't plan for. Nobody planned for it. And if we're going to be able to continue providing support to Canadians, including those who are suffering more because of this crisis, you mentioned Kids Help Phone. Uh, other organizations that are helping the homeless or working, you know, to provide food for those that don't have enough food. These are all um, services where there will be an increased need because of this crisis. And a lot of the charities that provide these services are not sitting on big bundles of cash. So to your first question, yeah, we are satisfied that the government is paying attention. Uh, Just as it was a surprise for us, I know this crisis was a surprise for the government. And um, we're very happy that you know, they, they're considering this. It was good to get that remark from the prime minister today. And I suspect in the coming days we'll hear about more relief measures for the charitable sector. 
And that's one of the reasons why we launched this initiative, just to say, you know what, hey, put our hand up. We're out here to, we're often not, you know, um, the, the loudest group collectively because we're all busy doing our part to provide services as individual organizations. But we've really come together now to say, without the services that charities provide here in Canada and those like ours working internationally, um, a lot of people will be in a much worse situation. Tell us what you do at uh, actionagainsthunger.ca. Yeah, well, in fact, Action Against Hunger uh, celebrated 40 years this year. We've been a leading international humanitarian organization fighting hunger and its root causes. Many people probably in Canada especially don't realize that um, half of the number of children globally who die still each year die because of causes related to malnutrition. And so our organization responds to the most severe cases of malnutrition all over the world in about 50 different countries, providing um, food, uh, health support for, for starving children, as well as services that in a crisis like this, can we can pivot to, um, to respond to COVID-19 because many of the reasons why people suffer from malnutrition is because of dirty water, because of bad hygiene, because they're living in crowded situations. The same reason that um, cholera spreads. It's the same reason that Ebola spread. So we have years of experience in responding to crises like this. Um, and it's, you know, the, the recipe to ensure that it doesn't uh, spread as quickly in the developing world is the same here in Canada. We've been hearing so much about hand washing and hygiene and all of those important things. And um, that's comparable to the work that we're doing internationally. 100,000 jobs in this country uh, directly related to uh, charities and the amount of work, good work, community work that is done to support Canadians is probably immeasurable when you put all the factors together. And individual contributions, we have a few seconds here, just a few seconds left. Any individual contributions, always welcome. Always welcome. And, and we all know that right now Canadians are fearful. They're anxious. They're worried about their own jobs. They're worried about loved ones. But right. those of us out there who are still employed... Think about the charities that you support. Go to the list we've sent out. If you can make a donation, make a donation. If you're already giving monthly, make sure you keep giving monthly. That support is more vital now than ever. And if you've lost your job and you can't donate, then send a note to your MP and let them know how important it is to okay. still have a thriving charitable sector. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.